I have to say that I am happy for the family of Amart Arbery, mom, dad, uncle, just the whole family people that, that fought for his case, the perseverance to get to this day and to get the justice. But when I, when I think about everything that's going on, I just think of justice, no peace, because we have a situation that never should have gotten this far. And many of us, well, I'll get to this other part later, but when I say it never should have gotten this far, we have to remember that Mr. Arbery was, was, was murdered, if we could say that now, was murdered before George Floyd was. And the only reason the video was released was because people within law enforcement or the DA's office or wherever thought that it was self-defense when they watched the video originally and just thought it was okay and they released the video. Otherwise, we never would have seen it. Many of these cases that we're getting some form of justice for, we're not only getting because of the video. Maybe, you know, if we had more video in the Breonna Taylor situation, you know, killing, her killer should be arrested as well. It's never too late to say that. Maybe we would have had a different situation going on there. But at every level, Arbery's family was told that his life just didn't matter and that this was a case that was just not going to be won. And the family had to fight and fight and fight to get to this point. And again, it just has me thinking, I say often that line from, from, from Thanos and Avengers, when they throw everything at him and he just has this little trickle of blood and he says he did all of that for a drop of blood. And this is what we have to do. And you think about the, the, the racism that was evident in the trial. And yes, many of us, thought that once we had 11 white member jury, that it was a wrap, that it was just not going to happen. And I kept hope out for, for, for this verdict, but history was key. And the defense team played on all of that. When the comment was made about the, the long, dirty toenails, people were thinking, how could she say that? I can't believe it. But when you factor in whiteness and, and racism, it all makes sense. The goal was to dehumanize him, make him look like a runaway slave, and maybe appeal to that one jury. She felt that she had the pulse on one, you know, talking about him coming into our community. She felt he had, she had the pulse of at least one jury member who was going to go that route. Because we have seen time and time again, when it all comes down to it, turn to racism and whiteness, and you can get off scot-free in many situations. We've seen turning to whiteness be a situation in, in our election right here and, and Trump using it as a way to, to get over and, and stay influential because he has nothing else to fall back on. So really, when I think about this trial, I think about the fact that Ahmaud Arbery is still not going to be with his family for Thanksgiving tomorrow. I think of the fact that at so many different aspects of this trial, it could have just been thrown out. I'm thinking of the other Arbery cases for which there is no video or you know, weren't lucky enough to get rid of certain prosecutors or, or, or judges. I have to give kudos to the judge because he just did his job as a judge. I felt like it was a mistake to let that jury go, but I'm understanding that there's some Georgia laws that his hands were tied as it related to that. But this is what happens when a judge doesn't make himself the star. You just get the case. And I have to say that too many times I see people talk about how white people are always going to go for the race card, quote unquote, or the deck, depending on how you want to say it. And, you know, they, we, you know, black people need allies and so on and so forth. It's not about allies. It's about partners. And I do believe that when you apply to people's human decency, you can get verdicts like these. And it doesn't matter what the race is. Some people criticize the prosecutor for not bringing up race enough. She clearly had the sense of the jury that they weren't 
feeling it. They weren't feeling it. When you know the gas that were heard when these comments were made about the nails. And so, look at the end of the day. I know when I heard that the verdict was in. You know, I turned on the news and my heart was racing. And this is what I mean when I say no peace. You know, we got justice but no peace because we're not settled. We're not happy. We're not just feeling like we're we're, we're one and done. This is every day for us in Black America. These cases, so many that we'll never even know, that can never make it to trial, that people are home scot-free, and some that did make it to trial and we didn't get what we thought would be the case. And we know right now that as I'm talking, there are other people who feel like this was the wrong verdict. This is the type of America that we live in. We understand that. But until we can have a day when a heinous lynching, a heinous assault like this will not have to go through over a year of hoops just to get to the point of even having a trial. And maybe we can talk a little bit about that peace part. Maybe when we can get to a point where these defense attorneys don't have to rely on racism to try to get their clients off and bring up some of the most age old racist tropes in order to try to get their client off. Maybe we can talk a little bit about peace. I love the fact that this was a multiracial movement to bring attention to the Arbery case. I love the fact that the jury made a decision despite its racial background. And I believe that we should expect white people to be able to step up when the facts are presented to them in a reasonable manner for everybody to consume. We should be able to expect that. Too many of us, including me, were very skeptical. Because we thought that even with all the proper evidence and so on and so forth, people were still going to rely on Aubrey being dehumanized and he was just going to walk. And it didn't happen this day. And so, like I said, I'm, I'm happy for the family, but I'm not happy for this situation. As Reverend Barber said, it's a complicated day for America. Where we're seeing so many trials get different results that just show how, how complicated and, and complex things that are going on in America are. But at the end of the day... We have to continue the fight. When I see Julius Jones and other situations where I see people who are out there fighting for him, celebrating in the street and jumping around and singing Kendrick Lamar's We Gonna Be All Right. And, you know, I'm like, man, we got to do all of this just to get that. We have to do all of this just to get this conviction for Aubrey. But, you know, at the end of the day, we don't have a choice. This has been our struggle in America from day one. And this is yet another example of America showing that to a black mother, to a black father, the sons matter, the daughters matter, the nieces, the nephews, the uncles, they all aunts, they all matter. We are important and we do have value. And Arby's not going to be able to be with his family, but I am sure that looking down on them, he is thankful that his parents got the justice that they deserved. But America needs to go a lot further in order to get the peace that is possible. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.